Hello and welcome to the Bell Mama Hypnobirthing and Positive Birth Podcast. My name is Ellie Waddington. I'm a hypnobirthing teacher, antenatal instructor and positive birth coach. And I'm here to help you go into the birth of your baby with a positive mindset. Every week I share my top tips, advice and amazing birth stories to help you go from fearful and anxious about your birth to positive and confident. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and let's get into this episode. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We are now in week four of the summer holidays and wow, I am feeling it, I can tell you. I really, really need to get into town to buy Wilfred his first pair of school shoes, but I know with it being the summer holidays, town is going to be absolutely heaving with tourists. So I've been putting it off and putting it off, and now we're getting closer and closer to September, and I'm worried that if I leave it any longer, then there are going to be no good school shoes left, so I need to just bite the bullet and take him into town. So wish me luck on that one. Uh, But we are not here to talk about school shoes. We are here to talk about home birth. Now, I am really excited to talk about this topic. I absolutely love home birth. I'm really passionate about it. I've had a home birth myself, but I'm also really, really nervous about this topic because I really want to make sure that I can do it justice. It's something that I really, really want to do well. So I'm hoping that I can do that for you. I'm going to split this up into two parts, maybe even three parts. We'll see how it goes because there is a lot to talk about. I put this out on my Instagram and asked for questions and lots of you did have questions about home birth. So I'm going to try and get those into two parts, as I say, maybe three parts, depending on how we do. Now, home birth. I am a really big advocate for home birth. I absolutely love it. I had a amazing home birth myself. My first birth with um, my little boy Wilfred was in hospital and that was quite a, a negative experience for me. I didn't do any research. I didn't know my options, I didn't know my rights and it ended up being quite a traumatic experience for me. But my second birth with my little girl Annabelle was the most magical, wonderful, healing experience of my life. Now, although I am a big advocate of home birth, I want to make it really clear that my goal when I talk about home birth is not for everyone to then go off and have a home birth. I'm not aiming for everyone to birth their babies at home. I absolutely understand and completely respect that home birth isn't for everyone. It's not the right choice for everybody. My goal when I talk about home birth is for everyone to consider it as a safe, viable option. Now, lots of people, when they hear about home birth, they really quickly write it off. They really flippantly just say, no, I want to be in hospital just in case. Just in case things go wrong, I want to be where, you know, the medical people are, where the medical equipment is. And you know what? I get that because that was absolutely my attitude with my first birth. I automatically chose to go and birth in a hospital because I didn't understand home birth. I didn't understand the nuances of physiological birth and how it unfolds. And yes, I very quickly just wrote it off. I don't think I even considered home birth. I just literally said, well, no, you go birth in a hospital. That's what everyone does. It's the safest place. And that's what happened. Um, 
And so I really, really want everyone to consider home birth as a safe, viable option. So this episode and the episodes that follow are going to basically be for people who have decided that they definitely do want to home birth, but also people that are maybe a little bit curious about home birth. Um, You know, maybe you've heard a little bit and you want to know a little bit more. Um, And people that are on the fence, you know, if you haven't decided whether or not you want to home birth, this is for you. So keep listening and hopefully I'm going to answer some of the questions that you have. Now, when it comes to home birth, I want to make it absolutely abundantly clear that anyone, literally anyone, is entitled to birth their baby at home, okay? I want you to understand that nobody has the power to tell you where you are allowed and where you are not allowed to birth your baby. Uh, You absolutely can take the advice of your medical team. They may have advice on where they would recommend that you birth your baby based on your risk factors and their experience and their knowledge. But ultimately, it is just advice. They cannot tell you where you can and can't birth your baby. I can't tell you how much it makes me want to throttle people. When I hear somebody say, I wasn't allowed a home birth or they wouldn't let me birth at home because of X, Y or Z. And it just just makes me want to throttle them because you absolutely have the choice to birth at home if you want. Now, it may be that your risk factors mean that maybe it is safer for you to birth in a hospital but that is your choice and so if you are considering a home birth and you have been labelled by your team as high risk and I I use the little bunny rabbit fingers because the term high risk to me is actually is it's quite an unhelpful label and it be it can be quite ambiguous um, so I don't necessarily like using that term myself but I understand that some of you listening will have that big sticker on the front of your maternity notes that say high risk and that may limit some options for you but I want you to know that you absolutely do have the option to birth at home if you want but you have to make that decision yourself. You have to do your own research and you have to make the right decisions for you because no one else is going to make those decisions for you. No one else knows you like you and no one else can make the right decisions for you. Sadly, the UK maternity system, the NHS maternity system is not geared up, it is not designed to support physiological birth and I know that's quite a controversial statement and I might get some people getting their knickers in a twist about it and that's absolutely fine I'm more than happy to have a discussion about that but it's a fact that the UK maternity system the NHS maternity system is not geared up to support natural birth the natural birth process Uh, and it's a sad fact but it's a fact if you are wanting to um, increase your chances, you know, optimise your chances of having an undisturbed birth, of having a natural birth, you have to do your own research and make your own choices based on that research, okay? No one else is going to do that for you. Now, if you are planning a home birth or if you are considering it, I suggest that you make your midwife team aware of this as early on as possible. 
you can decide at any point in your pregnancy that you do want a home birth. You can literally decide right from your booking appointment. You can decide halfway through. You can decide at 40 weeks. Hell, you can even decide once you are in labour that you want a home birth. And legally speaking, they, the, the medical team, the, um, the NHS, they do have to send people out to attend you in your home if that's what you decide. Now, whether or not that's the courteous thing to do, to leave it until you are literally in labour to tell them that you want a home birth, that's obviously something for you to decide. It's a d- debate for a different day. Um, but legally speaking, you can decide at any point in your pregnancy that you want a home birth. But I do recommend that you let them know as early as possible and that way they can start to put those things in place Um, and it will be just a much smoother journey for you. Now some trusts, it's a bit of a lottery, but some trusts in the UK do actually have dedicated home birth teams and these are fantastic teams that are literally full of uh, midwives that absolutely respect and support natural birth. There are some trusts in the UK where the midwives are kind of split between hospital and home birth and it will be a luck of the draw as to who is on call when you go into labour as to which midwife you're going to get. Um, It completely depends where you live. So do some research into your local trust as to whether they have dedicated home birth midwives um, or whether you're going to get a midwife that splits their time between hospital or midwife-led unit or home. Now, if you do decide to go ahead with a home birth, usually you'll have what they call a home birth assessment. And this will probably happen when you're around 36 or 37 weeks. Um, And usually what happens is the midwives will come out and they'll visit your home and they're assessing for things like access, you know, where they're able to park their cars, where potentially an ambulance could park and access your home if there were an emergency. They're also looking for phone signal and the ability to phone for an ambulance if there were an emergency. And they're looking for sanitation. They're looking for things like clean running water, um, toilets and a shower and and things like that. Those are the sorts of things that they'd be looking for at a home birth assessment. Okay, they are not judging your house they're not judging um you know whether or not you have piles of dirty laundry or anything like that they're just coming out to see that it would be a safe environment for you to give birth in in their opinion um you know even if they did think that it wasn't a safe environment they can't actually stop you but you can certainly take their advice into consideration Um, Usually at this home birth assessment, the midwives will also bring with them a home birth kit to leave with you so that when the time comes for them to come out and attend you once you're in labour, they're not dragging loads of kit with them. It's already there in your house. And this kit will uh, usually contain um, gas and air and lots of medical supplies, uh, you know, to, to have there just in case it's needed. Okay, the aim is... You know, if you're birthing at home, usually the aim is for you to have a natural, undisturbed birth. But it's really reassuring for a lot of people to have that medical kit in their house just in case. And what I recommend is that you ask for that medical kit to be hidden in a different room somewhere. Because if you are looking at a medical kit while you're in labour, that can affect your mindset. And if you're literally looking at the gas and air, even if you put on your birth plan that you didn't want to be offered pain relief, you had no interest in pain relief, if you were literally there in labour staring at the gas and air canisters in the same room as you, then that might affect your mindset and what you 
are happy and are not happy to accept. So I recommend that you request that the medical kit is hidden away in a different room. Now I am going to cover the big elephant in the room, the big major question that everyone always asks when it comes to home birth and that is, is home birth safe? And the answer to that is yes, home birth is absolutely safe. For the majority of people, yes, home birth is safe. Uh, For the majority of people with low risk factors, but even for a lot of people with um, high risk factors, home birth is a safe, viable option. So in 2019, there was an analysis of 14 studies published in The Lancet, and these 14 studies covered around 500,000 women birthing in both hospitals and at home. And these studies show that there is actually no discernible difference in mortality rates in the baby or the mother between a planned home birth and a planned hospital birth. Now, of course, these studies don't take into account whether somebody actually birthed at home. It's simply about planned home births. So even if you just plan to birth at home and then you end up still birthing in a hospital, the mortality rate is still exactly the same. And as well as the mortality rate, which is what everyone tends to be concerned about. They think that if they birth at home and something were to go wrong, that they're not going to be able to get medical care quickly enough on time to save them. And that's simply not true at all, okay? Your midwives have that medical kit there in your home, like I mentioned before, but also they are trained to spot situations before they happen. So if they get even a snifter of something perhaps going a little bit awry, they will call an ambulance immediately and they will have um, those things in place ahead of time, okay? You are really, really unlikely to have a serious outcome just because you are birthing at home. Now, interestingly enough, women planning to give birth at home are nearly three times less likely to need an instrumental delivery, by which I mean forceps or ventus, if you plan to birth at home. And again, this doesn't actually mean whether you did birth or birth at home or not whether you uh, you know ended up birthing at home or in the hospital if you transferred to hospital simply planning to birth at home means that you reduce that risk of needing an instrumental delivery and this is largely because the people that are planning to birth at home they do a lot more research they are a lot more clued up on their rights and they are a lot more clued into physiological birth and how to work with their bodies so they are much less likely even if they do transfer into hospital they've put in a you know a detailed birth plan as to what they would be happy to accept and what they wouldn't be happy to accept and you will also if you plan to birth at home you are less likely to require an emergency c-section you are less likely to postpartum hemorrhage and you are also less likely to have a severe perennial tear And often these are the things, the the statistics that reassure you, but also reassure your birth partners, okay? Often when women are home birth curious and they want to know more about it, often it's the birth partners that have all the concerns, all the worries, because they feel a level of responsibility on their shoulders. And you know what, That's, that's fair enough. They're the ones that are supporting you throughout this birth and they're the ones that feel like they're going to have to stand by and watch things, you know, potentially go wrong if it does go wrong. And so 
it's understandable they're going to have these fears. But by providing the evidence, the statistics, the facts and the figures, often that does reassure them. Now, I already mentioned that at home, if you plan to birth at home and if you do um, a lot of your labouring at home in particular, you are less likely to require intervention. And the reason for that is because your home is a safe, familiar environment. Okay, if we have a look at other mammals when they're birthing, because let's not forget that we are nothing more than mammals. We are, biologically speaking, we are nothing more than animals. Okay, all mammals need the same things for physiological birth to unfold. They need to feel safe, they need to feel unobserved, they need quiet and they need dim lighting. And so those are things that we can get at home that we might not be able to get necessarily in a hospital. Okay, it literally a hospital is a complete opposite of those things actually, you know. You go into hospital and you have bright lights, you have strangers poking and prodding at you, you have loud noises everywhere and it's not a familiar environment. In fact, a hospital is somewhere that psychologically speaking we might associate with being in pain or being sick or even people dying. So we go into a hospital and that can actually cause our labours to slow down and stall because biologically speaking, our brains do, you know, our, our cavewoman brains do not deem that a safe place to birth our baby. So they try and hold on to it until we can get to somewhere safe. So at home, where you feel safe and you feel secure and you feel supported, physiological birth, it unfolds a lot more quickly and a lot more efficiently. In hypnobirthing, we talk about anchors, things that you can do to keep you relaxed and calm. So things like um, scents, you know, certain smells, certain music, touch, breathing, all these different things. Well, your house is already full of anchors. Your house is already full of things designed to relax you. So your sofa, your television, your bed, your, you know, your your pets, you know, the, the things that bring you joy, even the sound of your own kettle boiling to make you a cup of tea. Those things are all already programmed in your mind to relax you and to boost that oxytocin which of course is the most important thing to keep labour going and to keep it um, going successfully and efficiently. Now I'm going to leave that here for now, that's enough for this episode I think for you to digest but please do tune in next week for part two where I'm going to continue talking about all things home birth. If you have any questions in the meantime do feel free to DM me on Instagram or send me an email and I will try and answer all your questions in the next few episodes. Thank you very much for tuning in and I'll see you again soon. Bye!